Radio Texas, live with Buddy Logan. Is that, how's it okay, man? Are you okay with this? I'm good. Like, there was like 4,000 people lined up. Yeah, no, it was good. Is I it okay? It. Like, yeah. you, you're able, you, you still enjoy it? Yeah. It's not it. too much? No, that's it. So it's about. You still enjoy it? Like, it's. No, I think I enjoy it more when I'm hungover like that. Do you? No. It's a, are you hungover right now? Yes, but I'm back to I'm back to normal. I've been drinking a little bit. So You feel good? I feel good. All right, all right. <laughs> Co Wetzel hanging out with us tonight. It's Radio Texas Live. I'm Buddy Logan. All right, Hell Paso, it's out. It's been out for uh, I don't know, a month or so. I think it's like two weeks. Is that it? Yeah, when did it come out? Like two weeks? Yeah, it hasn't been that long. Okay, it's been out like two weeks. <laughs> it's got a great grunge, nineties, uh, late nineties, early alt rock. 2000s alt rock. Uh, it may touch on country here and there, Co. But it's n- obvi- yeah. nothing obviously country about it. Yeah, I, I told y'all that. I told that. I told y'all it wasn't gonna be uh, country music. Are you tired of having to tell people that? <laughs> like it's like I it's like what is this about? Like why do you have to keep saying that over I mean, and over? It's kind of like a conversation starter, and also it pisses people <laughs> off at the same time. They're like this is not country music. I'm like I know that. I've told y'all that <laughs> multiple times, and not, y'all refuse to listen. So. But no, we uh we had yeah we had some some country ish songs on the record. Yeah, uh, we got this out. We got this out of the way. The the sound that we've been doing. So uh, now it's time to to dig into the country genre. It's happening. And it's it is it's happening. Dude, you can't you can't come back from this right now. You I know can't, you can't drop your next album and say sorry guys. Yeah. I didn't say it's not country. Yeah. Well, th- I mean that's that's the deal. Like, and I I had an interview the other day with uh, with Apple, and and we were talking about going into this country deal and. If I get in the studio and, and I'm not feeling it, then obviously I'm not going to put it out. You know, like <laughs> we're going to get in there and I can already say it. I'm going to I'm going to feel that grunt like that that rock sound, and I'm be like, all right, wait, maybe we'll just push the country out for us. Let's, let's make some more some more of the sound stuff. So. so that's what it is. It just feels good right now. Yeah, it feels good. It feels uh, it feels like at the right time. So um, yeah, I mean, we're going to give it we're going to give it hell and see what we come up with. Co Wetzel hanging out with us, Radio Texas Live and Hell Paso, man, it's good. All your albums have been good, but it seems like you found a next level. I don't know what it is, but somehow you connect with people yeah. or people connect with you. Uh, the album, it can be uncomfortable, yeah. <laughs> but you've got everyone cheering for you. Yeah, that's weird. And, and, and that's a, another, th- another thing. Like I have people reaching out like, are you okay? Yes, yeah, so are you okay? <laughs> is everything good? Is everything good at all? I think all? everybody in the world is worried about you. Yeah, I know. And, I, and it's kind of like most of the songs were, were stuff that I wrote you know, back in the, back in the day, like, some of the tunes are, are older hits and uh, or not a hits, but just older songs that we kind of uh, you know circled back around to. But yeah, I'm fine. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, but don't worry about Co. Yeah, don't, okay. don't worry about Co. Uh, no, I got a bunch of good people around me and they watch over and, but and even, take good care of me. So even fans, man, like it's like every dude thinks you're their little brother and they yeah. got to stick up for you, and every girl thinks she can save you. Hell, yeah. I think I think I can save you. <laughs> I think I can save you. But it's clear with El Paso, Co saves Co. Yeah, for I think, sure. I think you've made that clear. You got was, this. Uh, yeah, it was just kind of like uh, I don't know. It was. I mean, it was very unapologetic, um, super raw, super real, uh, and it was something that I, I like to do with the music. You know, like I don't I don't like to hold anything back. And uh, El Paso definitely did that. But no, I, I'm, I appreciate everybody reaching out to me like, hey, are you good? Like, so I never, I never have to worry about that. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm straight. Uh, the record was, it is what it is, man. I just wanted to, to reach out to anybody that's going through stuff like that, you know? And, yeah. And help them out, and hopefully it helps them, uh, you know, get through the next day. So, but yeah, all there's, good. All good on the whole front. You're okay. Goes okay. Goes <laughs> through. If so, with, with, there's been so much growth. Like each album, you, you see the growth. Do you feel it? I mean, yeah, in a sense, like obviously, I never want to go backwards, 
But with this one, for sure, it was, I, I felt the growth because it was something that we'd never done before. You know, it was, it was something that was rock and, you know, we're used to kind of touching on rock music and the alternative style. But with this one, we went all out and did stuff out of the norm, stuff we're not used to, stuff that people aren't used to hearing from us. Or, uh, Do you have a favorite song? Um, uh, Obviously, Ye- Yellowbush Road. That one really hits home for me. It's just because, you know, it it, uh, it takes you back to East Texas. You know, I no grew doubt. up in Pittsburgh, and I hardly ever get to come back home anymore. So I like I, I like Yellow Bush Road. I like yeah. I like any song that shouts out radio. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, hating the fact your family's hating that you're cussing on the radio. Yeah. Uh, there's something romantic about singing about the radio. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, yeah, no, that one, um, Oklahoma Sun's probably one of my favorites. We uh, I went to Nashville. I was riding with Ernest, and we, we had a couple of different leads to songs nothing was working we were like you know the hell let's go to the bar went to the bar had a couple of drinks you know got a little twisted off and <laughs> on the way back he was like let me play you this and he plays the hook for oklahoma sun and at the time it was called willie and i was like why are you calling it willie because well i wrote it for <laughs> snoop dogg and willie to come on and sing and and i was like well have they have they done anything with it yet and he was like no and i said do you mind if i take it and see what see what comes up and he was like yeah absolutely go for it so we. So how much of the song did you write? Is it, uh, is it a lot? Of so artists? it was just the hook. It was just the I'm waiting on the storm, you know, and and I just went in and put the verses over the top of it, and uh, it turned out it turned out to be one of my favorites. On the it's a good one. And, and talking about growth, you know, uh, took a look in the mirror, didn't like what I see, mm-hmm. and it's obvious yeah. that you're reflective in this album. Yeah, for sure. Do you feel like you're in a different point in your life? I mean, you just turned thirty. Well, I guess it, this was mostly written before you were thirty. Uh, well, yeah, everything. Yeah, it was before I was thirty, and uh, like. Man, I don't know. There's like everything that I write is usually like what's going on at that time or uh, past experiences or experiences from my friends or people that I'm around, you know, that that are going through things. So I'll just take stuff from their lives and try to put my perspective on it. You know what I mean? Co Watzel hanging out with us, Radio Texas Live. Uh, so I saw some pics. Uh, I saw a pic of that guy proposing to his girlfriend in front of you at a meet and greet. Your reaction was great, dude. It was so genuine. Like you were, you, I think you were more excited and happy than the girl was. Yeah. Well, we've had we've had like two or three people do it, and usually they'll be like, "Oh, hey, listen, I'm gonna propose to my girlfriend or my girl." And I'm, I've, just, I've had some girls come up like, "I'm about to propose to my boy." Propose to my boy, and I'm like, "I right, do what you gotta do," you know. But uh, yeah, uh, that one I wasn't. He just kind of whipped it out on me. I was, "Whoa." <laughs> All right, hell yeah, cheers, you know, congrats. And they're like, well, you marry me? I was like, well, I got to go get ordained first. But, <laughs> Are you going to do it? Uh, probably not. Probably not. <laughs> no, it's too much. It's too hard. I'm, I'm terrible with a microphone in my hand. I'm either singing a song or I'm telling a story, and I'm, ter- I'm terrible at telling stories. So You tell great stories, man. Yeah, I know. You come up with some wild ones. <laughs> uh, what's, the, what's the wildest things that ever happened in a meet and greet? Um... Man, no, I get I get a lot of older women that try to kiss me and stuff. And I was just like, <laughs> I, 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 and depending on how drunk I am, you know, I'll I'll, I'll kiss like one lips, back. Like lips, oh yeah, full on wet, sloppy stuff, you know. And I'm just, I'm kind of sitting there and I'm just like, well, you know, where's your husband at? <laughs> yeah, right. Has anybody ever shown you a completely inappropriate co-inspired tattoo? Yeah, like uh, I mean, I've I've, I've had a, one girl. She, we were doing a meet and greet and. She just dropped her pants right there, you know. She had, and there it was, plain as day. I had go on one cheek and what's on the other, you know. Really? I, was, I was like, shout out to you, you know. Was it your logo? Or was no, it a signature? No, it was, it, I guess, like, she took from all my albums, you know, I usually sign the front of them. Uh-huh. It was just a signature. It was go on one side and what's on the other. And I was like, 
like Man. full cheek, like took up the whole the full cheek. Oh, it? It, it was. I mean, it was big enough to read. Pretty plain. <laughs> I went to Pittsburgh, so my my uh, education level is not so very very good. But um, no, it was it was plain as day. Awesome, Cabo. It seems to be like one of the more popular songs yeah. off the top, like one that people are really gravitating to. I love it. It's yeah. a good song. I'm curious about when it comes to writing songs, how much creative privilege do you take on your own? I guess Cabo Real is what I'm getting at. Yeah, yeah, Cabo Real. Is it real? It is, it is in a sense, but it's from different times. Like, it wasn't just one trip that I went to Cabo and it was on. To collaborate. It was kind of like a collaboration. And, uh, man, we we wrote this song probably two years, two or three years ago. Kind of sit on it for a while. And then we kind of came up to it for uh, this record. I, I wanted to do something that was completely different. That one song that just... Doesn't sound like the rest of the record. Yeah. So I'd been listening to a, a lot of spaghetti western stuff at that time. It sounds like, like yes. Yeah, yes. And I was yes. like, you know, so let's let's kind of bring that into it, you know. And uh, I wrote the song with Nicolette and Aaron, uh, the only co-write I've ever done before. I'm terrible at writing with other people. I'm usually just writing by myself. But we get there and there, we try to write some stuff. Nothing's working. They're like, well, what'd you do this weekend? I was like, well, let me tell you about my vacation. <laughs> and I went on this weekend. <laughs> we were in uh, we were Cabo. And then so we start, I started spitting out ideas. And then kind of from there, it was just kind of going on back on past experiences. And just, you know, maybe everything in the story didn't happen in Cabo, but a lot of it did. Yeah. So I know I'm probably getting a lot of, a lot of people in trouble just uh, talking about it. But uh, they'll be all right. I know. Be like, all right. Every like every everybody that I've ever went to Cabo with, is like, go just shut the hell up, <laughs> just shut up right where you're where, where you're at now. But uh, no, yeah, it's uh, it's a it's a very genuine and real song, and uh, you know, a lot of people don't do. It. I feel like that's not being those those stories aren't being told as much anymore. Real know? stories, you know what I mean? Yeah, real stories. And um, so it was kind of like honestly, I, I was kind of set. I sat back and I was like, should I put this song on the record? Should I not, you know? And then after it was kind of like, all right, yeah, we're gonna do it. You did it, and completely blew me away that it was one of the one of the bigger songs on the record. Dude, it's it's, it's, it's huge. All, it's, it's always huge yes, it's always the songs that you don't think are gonna be the bigger ones turn out to be the biggest. You know? Yeah. Like drunk driving on sellout, we we had no idea. Columbia, Jeb, everybody was like, maybe we don't, maybe we hold off on this song because maybe it's putting out the wrong message. But that wasn't that wasn't what the song was about. You know, it was. It was helping people cope with, you know, people they've lost, you know, drunk driving or maybe sending a message, maybe not to do it. Um, but they're like, maybe it's just the wrong message to send. But turn, I mean, it went gold within a year. That's you know? awesome. Like it's, it's crazy. So it's always the songs you don't expect to get big that, are, that blow up. So Blow up quick. Uh, Co Wetzel, hanging out at Radio Texas Live. I'm Buddy Logan. Co, you did uh, 32. You had a massive, uh, massive tour, North American tour, headlining tour. Big stops, a lot of stops back east. New York, Philadelphia, Boston. How hard do New York Co fans go? They go, honestly, they go really hard. Like harder well, than East Texas fans? <laughs> no, absolutely no, no. not. Nobody goes harder than East Texas <laughs> fans, dude. <laughs> We're a different breed. No, uh, but yeah. You would be surprised. There's more rednecks up up north, honestly, than there are in the south. I feel like. What size? What size of venue did you play? So we never played. So the the New York show got canceled because of they brought back the COVID rules. So we played New Jersey, and we went and played Boston. Uh-huh. And we're, we're sitting outside of New Jersey, and there's this limo pulls up with these monster tires on it. You know, like twenty <laughs> people get out, and they're already they're already drunk as hell, and. You know, going crazy, and we get there, and it is—it was wild. Yeah, there's there's way more, way more crazy 
redneck folk out there than there are in, in East Texas, you know, or in the South, you know. So, any really wild good. story? Any wild stories from back east? Like something you didn't expect? Somebody ran into? Man, honestly, you know, you know me, man. I'll, I'll stay out all the road and I'll get drunk and and uh, uh, I, I need to, I need to keep a journal. I need to start writing a journal. Dude, you should journal, man. Dude, I, you should journal. Yeah, I, I should, but I don't. I don't want to be that dude that's like the thirty-year-old guy, the weird dude in, in the corner that's like, Every oh, night. hey, come look at my diary. You know what I mean? Like that's just not. Cool. It's for posterity. You don't have to show anybody. They'll find it later. Yeah, no, but I, I need to. Uh, I need to start writing this stuff down so I can remember it. But my wife journals, and it's the best thing really? ever. Because she remembers, like, she can go back. Like, I hate it, honestly. Because yeah. she goes back like four years ago. You remember when you said this? Yeah. Like, Damn well, it. I, no, I, I don't. I, I used to journal a lot, honestly. Like, and uh, we were, I, I moved into a new house, and I had lost this book. It had like ragweed and all these other songs that I'd wrote, and um, where it started to write at the time. And I journal. I think the first entry was. We're sitting here at the river stage with Cody Johnson. Uh, we're behind on time right now. And I was like, and then like the next, next line is like, if we play three shows a week, you know, every single week, I'll quit drinking for a little bit. <laughs> and did I think, you, did I, you, did I, no, I, I think Dre found it. He was like, well, this didn't age well at all. Yeah, like, threw yeah. it away. This isn't working. Yeah. He was like, no, that didn't age well at all. That's awesome. That's and, awesome. Uh, so we did, you just did a show, a big show with uh, Nelly. We got fans walking by waving yeah. at you. What's up? Big show with Nelly today. What's what's the wildest like person that you met that was a fan of yours that you didn't uh, think would know who you were? Oh, uh, I know you hang out. You were you were hanging out with uh, Ric Flair. Ric Flair, yeah, Ric Flair's one. Uh, Do we just did the video with? Did you watch the uh, video, The Road to El Paso? So Lance Bangs, the guy that does all Jackass's stuff. Yeah, he came in and and we did a we did an entire kind of like a short film with him, and he was he called me up and he was like hey man i'm a big fan let's try and get this stuff together and i was like dude i've been watching you since i was in middle school right you know, this is awesome uh david david kekner uh he was on he was uh the dude on anchorman that's like whammy you know like you know i'm like <laughs> yeah 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 him yeah, yeah. dave england yeah, yeah. from jackass a lot of these folks man uh they were like man we love your stuff out here in la man it's awesome so you know that's, that's that was really cool to see how far that the music has gotten and uh you know the the, the uh caliber of people that are or listen to it, you know, and I guess it doesn't register whenever you're meeting them or whatever, but it's it's just, uh, it's really cool, man. We're blessed as hell to, to be living the life we are and have the people listen to it. Cool, man. It's going good so far? Yeah, everything's been great, man. Cheers to everyone that's in, uh, enjoyed the interview so far. Cheers. Uh, cheers to everybody who's hated the interview so far. <laughs> and the Cowboys. Mm. And here's to everybody else that's going... Go Whistle in country. Why is he on Radio Texas Live? You know, he's not country. You don't know what country he is. Cheers. Cheers, man. Co Wetzel with us. It's Radio Texas Live. Uh, Co, you are a huge Cowboys fan. Did you get a chance to check out the Dallas Cowboys Traveling Hall of Fame we had here? I didn't. You didn't see it? Uh-uh. Did you know about it? No. I told Jeb. I told Dre. That's on them. I see, was trying to make sure you got the word. So I, I, I kind of wonder, like, how much information is not getting passed down Nothing. to me. Yeah. Probably because they're like, no, he doesn't need to. Yeah. <laughs> you could, he probably could have checked just, it out. Today, but. honestly, I, I was very hungover. So I was like, man, I'm sleeping all day. I kind of put my phone on do not disturb. And I know I, I had a lot of family and stuff coming out tonight. So I wanted to, to be around them and see them. So it was kind of like, let me get my rest yeah, in the day. Catch up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, let me get my rest in the day so uh, we can uh, be having an interview this late at night with Buddy <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Right. Um, so, uh, Cowboys, Cooper Rush doing good right now. 
Yeah. Holding it Very together. Good. You're still Dak, though. Dak's your boy. Yeah, I am, but, like, the chemistry's so good right now. Our defense is holding up so well. Like, I say we we, we kind of we, we roll with Cooper, see what goes <laughs> see what on, happens. you know. I think after after tomorrow, after L.A., uh, we'll really see where we're at, you know, as a team. And is Dak playing tomorrow? Or is, no, I, no think, I think Cooper's he, he was trying to come back. But he, but, he doesn't have to because yeah. Cooper's well, he's, fine. Well, yeah, but he's probably like – it's kind of like a Romo and a Dak deal. Dude, he's probably like, I don't want. I now don't he knows want how Tony felt. Now he knows how Tony. I don't think he's playing as exceptionally. Yeah, though. like yeah. he's not like blowing him back. No, but, no, but, but he's the, doing a great but, job. Yeah, but that goes back to. I mean, we're stacked. Our entire team, man. From our defense is on a different level, man. They're crazy. The Zeke, the Tony Pollard switching, like whenever they're going back and forth. Uh, Michael Parsons is just a monster. Dude, monster. Bro. Yeah, yeah. Like you always know where number eleven is on the field. You don't. He's everywhere. Dude, he's <laughs> literally everywhere. Dude, it's like, but that's it. Like, like it's it's ridiculous. What uh, do you do? Fantasy football? I don't. Man. Have you ever? No. Everybody, everybody always hits me up about it, and I've never done it before. Do you want to be in my fantasy league? Yeah, Dude, I, I, you want to be next year? I, do you want to be? I will. I will get you in my league next year. All right, but yeah, I'm in. All right, all right. Um, so we also got to hit up uh, the uh, MD 2020. It was like four or five years ago. Yeah, how long has it been? It's been at least four years, maybe five years. You guys showed up in the studio. You uh, gave me a bottle of <laughs> uh, MD 2020, and you wrote on this, we'll drink this when the Cowboys win the Super Bowl. Oh, I think because that year we were like... You were supposed to win. We were determined. Like we were, yeah, we were supposed to win that year. Hell, we were supposed to win last year, you know? Like, <laughs> and I was like, dude, every, this every year. there's no telling how fermented that thing is. Dude, it's gotten. nasty. Dude. I brought it. It's in my truck, though. I didn't bring it in here. I was oh. going to I was gonna actually give it to you dude. so you can check it out. Um, that thing is probably like. It's nasty. Matt oh. Dog Matt MD, was, it was nasty five years ago. Yes, whenever it was fresh. And now yeah. it's just been sitting on a counter. <laughs> yeah. There's no telling. Yeah, if they win a Super Bowl, we'll, we'll drink it and uh, hopefully not go to jail. No, hopefully not. <laughs> Be dead. Coetzel with us, Radio Texas Live. So the end, uh, the end of El Paso, you did to be continued. Yeah. The pills I'm prescribed came from next door. Maybe, just maybe, they'll make me the man I used to be. But if they don't, don't. cough, cough, cough. Yeah. Can, can you give us the next, can we, can we get a couple lines? Oh. A couple lines from the Coetzel country song right now. I'm trying to remind you because I know I you're think it's, dropping uh, it on you. I think it's because if they don't, then I'll take the blame. I know what's right and what's wrong, but it hurts me to say that I'm ashamed. That's it right I think, there. I think that's it. Yeah. That's good, man. Yeah, no. So and so the song is kinda like a it's kinda like a sneak peek for the country record. So that's that we song, are gonna get yeah, one hundred percent no matter no, what. We are. I don't know when it's gonna come, <laughs> but we are gonna get it. And so that'll be the very first song on the country record. We'll see. Like I said, it might be this year, it might be next year. You know me. You know how I am. Dude, you do whatever you want. Man. <laughs> Dude, you recorded this album almost a year ago and you just released it. I uh, know. What, what was the deal with that? Why why did it take so well, long to get it out? We were we were recording so much with we've been doing a lot of um we have to deal with Kodak, Black, and Diplo going down. So what's what's what what is going on with that? Because everyone um, knows that something's happening. Yeah, the I mean, the songs the song's done. We went to my yeah, one song. We uh we went to Miami. We did the music video in Miami. Uh, that's done. Are you guys killing zombies? Uh, no, we're not killing. Not killing zombies. Uh, we're we're driving around in a jeep boat. Nice. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. So we got that, and then I did some stuff with Jelly Roll. Uh, we got a song. We haven't put a music video to it, but we just had so many things going on at the same time. We try to space it out to where it's like we had the record, and we had this song and that song. Just to space it yeah. out. Yeah, space it out to where. You know, I'm, I'm, we're constantly putting out music, so people aren't waiting, you know, for more, for more of our stuff. But uh, 
Yeah, we have a lot of time off uh, from like January to March, and I'll be in the studio all most of all January and February, just making music, man. I just I told uh, I told the, my manager I was like, dude, book it. Just let me go out there. I'm going back out to Sonic Ranch, and you get out there, dude. It's thirteen thousand acres, a pecan plantation, just in the middle of nowhere. No bars, no distractions. You know, it's. Are you gonna be sober when you go out there again? That's, I know you that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so that's how I was out there. So that's what I told him. I was like, now I'll go out there. Let me dry out. And I'm just ready to start writing music and, and recording and see what comes up, you know. In that amount of time, maybe I could write, you know, two records, you know, hopefully. But uh, the main focus is the country record, obviously. But you know how I am, dude. That's, I'm very... Uh, dude, you can't not give us a country yeah, album again. I, no, I'm, no, it's coming. It is going to come. I don't know <laughs> if it'll be the next record, but it is. I promise you. <laughs> oh, here we go. Yeah, I know. That's what Already I'm saying. Already fishing over See, here. See, I need to stop talking about it because the more I talk about it, then I'm, I'm, it's going to be that way, dude. I'm going to... I'm be sitting there, and then next thing you know, it's going to be another hell paso, and everybody's going to be pissed off. They're going to be mad. <laughs> They're going to be mad. Uh, Co Wetzel with us, Radio right. Texas Live. Real quick before you get out of here, Parker McCollum. Yep. He's got a new album coming out next yep. year. That's great. Have you heard it? I've heard it. You've heard the entire thing? It's good. Because all we know is like three songs. It's really good. Do you know the title of the album? Uh, I don't know. No. Did he black it out when he gave it to you? Like He wouldn't even let you yeah. see it? No, I can't remember. Maybe he did tell me honestly, and I just I just forgot. I was like, "Oh man, that's awesome! That's an awesome country name. It's <laughs> that's awesome the best album name. Yes, man. Why did not think about that? And then yeah, then I just forgot. But no, the, the record is solid, man. It's uh, it's really good. I think did he release his new single? Yeah, a handle on you. That's his a name. handle handle on you. But he's got one. Uh, that's, that's why I stay stoned or say stone. That, that's that's it's, we know that one's coming out. It's coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's we coming. know we know that's part. That of it. one's a banger. But the entire record, man, it's just it's Parker doing what Parker wants to do. You know. He moved out to Nashville. He didn't feed into all the hype out there around, you know, what's working for everybody else. Parker just stayed true to himself. So, uh, and that de- that definitely shows with this record. So, uh, man, I- I'm I'm proud of him. If you had any doubt in your mind about Parker McCollum, which nobody really did, but if you did, then this this record is. Uh, is going to prove you wrong, no doubt. It's so awesome to see you and Parker. We've been friends for a long time. I guess you guys actually met writing Love. Like yeah. you met right before you wrote Love together. Yeah, so uh, his tour manager, I was, I was sleeping on his tour manager's couch, one of, my, one of my good buddies, Jake Murphy. And he was like, dude, you got to meet P. He's cool. Uh, we go out. We go fishing. Uh, and then never and this is when you guys, way. nobody knew who Co and, and <clears throat> Parker yeah. were. Well, pa- Parker was starting. This when he came out with like Meet You in the Middle and stuff. was starting to get steam in Texas. And, man, he was like, man, I'm a fan. And. I hit him up on Twitter, I think. I was like, man, we need to get together and, and put something down. And love came out. And, uh, you know, I can't thank him enough because that definitely helped help me, you know, grow in Texas. And, uh, and we've been boys ever since. I talk to him, you know, every every other day. And it's good to have somebody that's, you know, is going through the same stuff that you're going through. Yeah. You know, as far yeah. as the fame and everything else that's going on. And, man, we're just – we're really blessed. We're just a bunch of – Bunch of Texas boys that they got lucky, man, and we're we're just you know we're we're busting our ass to to keep feeding feeding this music to everybody, you know. Awesome, Co Wetzel, Radio Texas Live, man. Thank yes, you sir. so much, buddy. It's always a pleasure. You know that? Hell yeah, yes sir.